Once again, I'm Sarge, your host, and today we're going to predict various outcomes in terms of the 2021 NFL team success and failure. So let's get right into the prediction, shall we? And we'll start in the AFC. Let's start with the AFC East. There are some teams that are going to compete for a Super Bowl, teams that are going to compete for playoffs, and then there's some bottom feeders that could be there. I mean, when you start with the AFC East, you talk about the Buffalo Bills that made a run to the AFC Championship last year. They are probably the second dangerous team to Tampa Bay, the defending Super Bowl champs, minus Kansas City. They have a superstar quarterback in Josh Allen that just got paid this offseason. They have a great secondary led by Tredavious White and Micah Hyde. And they have great receivers led by Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. There's nothing really wrong with this team. I did completely disagree. I'm sorry. Um, they have one elite wide receiver and then absolutely nothing after that. Cole Beasley, yes, he's underrated. He's, I mean, he's not a second receiver in this league. And then Emmanuel Sanders is the third. That, that is my question mark with the team, to be honest. Um, and I personally, this is me personally, but I think the Bills are being overrated. But we'll talk about that later. Continue. Also, when you look at the Bills, they, they do have a great head coach in Sean McDermott. And last year they had basically the same roster, and they really didn't change much. You mentioned the pickup of Emmanuel Sanders, yes, but this roster is basically the same as it was last year. Uh, I mean, they lost John Brown, who was a huge deep threat, but other than that, the defensive core is completely the same. They moved some guys in and out in the offensive line, though. I will say. I, I understand that, and again, I have a weakness. I have a problem with the Bills, and it's their running game. Who is going to be their lead back? Mm-hmm. Because you mentioned their lack of depth at receiver. I don't like their lack of depth at running back because Devin Singletary did not produce late in the season last year. He had an okay first half. And then Zach Moss, who they drafted, if he can be something, then maybe they have something. I don't know. It's just that is a weak spot for me. And also their pass rush. It really went away at the end of the season last year. I, I 100% agree with you. Um both ways because I think the way that they're off first their offense they ended up being a super one-dimensional team made them easy to defend uh for mainly the Chiefs because when it when it came to the to the AFC championship they had they knew the Chiefs knew they let them rush the ball they weren't going to get many yards if they could just lock up the passing game and not give Josh Allen a ton of time there weren't going to be many options and the defense the same thing you know Patrick Mahomes had a lot of time to move around in the pocket to find his open receivers. Like, I remember plays watching the AFC Championship, and even against Phillip Rivers. Like, the Colts made that a game, um, and that shouldn't be it, honestly. Uh, I think the Buffalo Bills are a little bit overrated just because of how one-dimensional they are. Now, you give all those guys a lot of the young talent they have on that team another year to develop. Josh Allen, with the step you'd compare Josh Allen taking from 2019 to 2020, who knows what could happen from 2020 to 2021. He could become the number one quarterback in this league. Uh, and, you know, it's not often you say there's a lot of question marks at a team that just went to the AFC Championship. 
but I honestly think there are a few question marks for Buffalo, and I don't think Miami's going to be an easy out, especially in that division. Personally here in this division, I agree that the Bills are overrated, but I think they're overrated in a sense of their defense. I know they have a lot of big names, but they just they didn't show up against the Chiefs. I understand the Chiefs probably had the best offense, arguably, last year, but you're not going to win a Super Bowl unless you have that superstar t- defense or you have that grit, and that goes to the offense where I think they got so far missing a couple big names that they need in crucial positions because of their grit. I know Josh Allen fought so hard in those playoff games and through the season. I know Stephon Diggs did too. We see, I mean, he's an animal. So I think really what their defense needs to get kind of is some lower level defensive players that actually want to play the game because I don't see any grit out of this defense. And I think that's where they would have won the Super Bowl. I think if their defense showed up, they would have won that Super Bowl. They would have been able to shut down Tom Brady. And, I mean, that's why they won the Super Bowl, the Bucks, They couldn't get shut down. Their offense was insane. Shout out Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. I had to say that. I do think, however, that the Bills are going to come out on top. I mean, we are talking about Josh Allen here. The man is insane. Uh, he just showed up out of absolutely nowhere. I didn't see it coming at all. And I think he's going to grow. I think it's very, very, very early for him in his career. I think, you know, he's obviously going to be a franchise guy for the Bills, and I think the Bills win this just because I think the only team that can, can compete with them uh, is Miami, and we all know, Sean, I know you know that I'm not the biggest Tua fan. I think he's going to choke in the next couple of years, and he will be just absolutely blown up as a career and won't do much. So I think in this division, I have to give it to them because I don't like any of the other teams. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't agree more. Um the bell the bills are going to come away with this division but the big question mark is like you said is Tua going to be good because the dolphins are a playoff team that i mean that's given but if Tua cannot perform well they might not make the playoffs he's the key piece to if they make the playoffs or not mm-hmm. he's got to be more aggressive he's like very conservative but he that being said he doesn't throw many interceptions but that they don't have the they don't have the backup plan with Ryan Fitzpatrick it's him or nothing so this is really the year to see if he's going to take that big step like Josh Allen but I agree. Bills take this division. Yeah, and I think by saying that, you took the words right out of my mouth. The other part of what we're doing here is we're giving one or two crucial players in this division that if they step up, they'll give their team success, and if they don't, they'll blow up in failure. And to me in this division, it's going to be Tua. And I think, like what you just said, however he plays is going to be the Dolphins' fate. I think the Bills will win this division by landslide because I don't think there's a team on their level I think if you want to throw the Dolphins in there, maybe. But, again, as you guys mentioned, Tua. But I would also throw in the option of Cam Newton. If he reverts to 2015 form, could he surprise? Could the Patriots surprise? The Patriots spent the most money this offseason. They added a lot of depth. They added Matthew Judon, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. They added a bunch of guys. And not to mention they added... At a very weak spot for them last year in tight end, I think they ranked 32nd. They added two great tight ends in John New Smith and Hunter Henry. They are a threat. I don't think they can do much, but I would never doubt a good coach like Belichick. I would never doubt at least a proven quarterback that ran for 12 rushing touchdowns last year in Cam Newton. He's a big wild card, but I don't think there's a team that's on the Bills' level, and especially a team that made the AFC Championship game last year. 
I think the Bills win the division. I'm sorry to tell you, Richard, think... but uh, Mac Jones is starting by week five. Just want to note that. Um, Cam Newton is not the guy. Wish he was. He's not MVP Cam anymore. Mac Jones, at least uh, by week five. I'm just, just saying, can that. he be consistent? I'm just saying, can he be consistent? Hold on. If he can be consistent, that's all I'm saying. Real quick, Pat, before you go, once again, time after time, me and Sean think the exact same thing and the exact same number, and I was just about to say, I honestly think Mac Jones will start within the first five weeks. I had the number five in my head, and I just got so scared that there's like a ghost on this podcast right now. That was that actually scared me so much, so obviously I completely agree with what you just said. I have to agree. I think Mac Jones will eventually be the start of that in the end of this year, um, but I don't think it's going to be week five. I could see more like week seven, eight when they're really out of the race. You know, I could see them having two, three wins by week nine. Uh, and I, I think the Patriots going to be extra- – people seem to think the Patriots could be back and, like, be ready to compete again. No. I completely disagree just because who's their number one wide receiver? Jacoby Bill Belichick. Myers? I mean, at the end of the day, like, I don't trust that. Um, and, yeah, I think definitely the Bills. I think – and this comes along with – this comes hand-in-hand hand with the take that I have. Here we go. Uh, oh, I think God. the Jets could seriously overtake the Patriots this year. Um, no, oh, in, my God. I think uh, just coming third. Okay. And I think a okay. big thing of that is, one, the Jets are going to be as good as Zach Wilson is. And two, I think Elijah Moore could legitimately be the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think he could be the first wide wide receiver o- offensive, offensive Rookie of the Year since Odell Beckham. Everyone, everyone in the Jets camp right now is saying how much this guy has impressed, how explosive he is. Even Odell Beckham had a quote today saying how great this kid is, how, how much of a stud he's going to be. I think if Zach Wilson is able to play at the NFL level, I think those two could be a tandem for a long time. That could be very effective. I, I no, see. I, 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 go ahead, John. Nick. All right, I'll go. Um, I agree with Elijah Moore. I agree that he's going to be a stud. I really think he is. I can't believe he followed the second round. But, I mean, the big question mark is the Jets don't have a player on the roster that's thrown – a quarterback on the roster that's thrown a yeah. pass in the NFL. And, and I just – I completely disagree that you're saying that the Patriots are going to have two wins by Week 9. Um, I honestly think that they could potentially finish second in this division. I mean, Mac Jones looks I very think, good, but I don't, I don't see it personally. I don't see him at peanuts the four. I think people I, are very strongly underselling the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins could be very, very tough this year. And then again, they're, they're very similar to the Jets in the way that both of those teams are going to be as good as their starting quarterback. I think if Zach Wilson can play at the NFL level, I think the Jets could win seven, six games. I think if I think if Tua finds a way to break through the ceiling, he can play it. If he finds a way to play at the NFL level, um, their schedule isn't particularly difficult. They got some tough games in there, but they could definitely win a bunch. If Tua can come through and like show he can play at the NFL level with the weapon they have and the overall coaching defense, you know, top to bottom roster they have, I could see them jockeying with the Bills for a good amount of the season. Now, do I, I don't think they'll be able to hold on to it for the whole time. I could see them definitely competing, though. I think the, I think Del, the Dolphins are going to be a lot more dangerous than people think. Right, and you, you look at the aspect of good coaching. Uh, look at what that did last year with the Dolphins. Brian Flores, Coach of the Year candidate, or Coach of the Year nominee, if you would think about it. He took the Dolphins from what were nothing at the beginning of the season to something and missed the playoffs by one game. And this roster is fit to help to a benefit you look at the draft they got Jalen Waddle. you look at free agency they got Will Fuller they added Bernardrick McKinney as the staple of the middle linebacking core I think the Dolphins are built for at least fringe playoff contention I don't know about playoffs yet I I, I would say they're fringe playoff contention they're still a big question mark especially with Tua but you look at them as a team 
don't underestimate good coaching and don't underestimate the defensive talent that we saw last year. Um, I, I really would not be surprised about the Dolphins this year. All right, well, let's move it on to the next division. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the AFC North. This probably will be the best one on this podcast for the debating, obviously, since we have the Steelers and the Bengals. Excited to hear what you guys want to say. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just start it off. I'll, I'll go first. Personally, I know probably you guys don't like this team. I was a huge fan. Uh, if I wanted anybody in, in these playoffs besides the Bills last year to win the Super Bowl, it was going to be them. Who it is. And I love the Cleveland Browns. I, I really think that they're going to be... I, they have so many weapons that I feel like they just can't fail over and over and over again. And I don't believe they failed last year. I think the refs failed. That was absolutely horrible. I can't believe I watched that game and they lost. But anyway, that was just atrocious. Uh, I think this team has so many weapons. I mean, look at their receiving core. Look at their double backs. I think they have one of the best uh, running backs in the entire league. I think in fantasy, at least, he should be taken very highly. Um, Odell Beckham is coming back. Uh, He's healthy. I think he will be back. I truly dislike the guy. Uh, I hated him on the Giants. Not 100% because of him. I just didn't think he was a good fit. Uh, but I truly believe he's coming back and, and he's going to be another huge threat and a big, big weapon uh, for Baker Mayfield. And I think this team's defense is definitely good. The only thing that I'm a little scared about is uh, Miles Garrett is a little bit questionable right now. I think that'll blow over. I was doing some research on it and I it, it doesn't seem too serious. I know it's just preseason. They want It's before the season. They want to make sure everything's okay. Uh, and obviously, I mean, if the guy has literally a, a little bruise on his pinky they're gonna put it as questionable because that's just you know how reporting goes but i think this team will be the best in the division and i think they'll beat out pittsburgh most likely and unfortunately they'll beat out the Bengals. and obviously um yeah, yeah i mean Bengals don't even have a chance but anyway um i was between two teams here i'm between the browns and i'm between the ravens really okay. i'm picking the baltimore ravens and i'll Wow. Because Lamar Jackson, I don't know what happened, but the guy is like extremely underrated. Okay, if you look at the stats, if you look at the stats the past, I think it's two or three years, Lamar Jackson has more passing yards, more a better completion percentage, more passing touchdowns than Josh Allen. Okay, and I'll stand by to this day, right now on this podcast, to say Lamar Jackson is better than Josh Allen. Okay, we could save that for another day, but I'm picking the Ravens. This defense is going to surprise people. The cornerback group is phenomenal, and they, I mean, the run game is just amazing. But I would not be surprised if the Ravens and Browns tied as, at like 13, 12 wins apiece, and it came down to a tiebreaker. I think the Ravens will win, but I think the Browns are literally right there for me. But uh, and, and the Steelers, I mean, they're going to be, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Sorry to tell you, Richard, I hate to say it. When you don't have a run game, what do you do? You draft. A lineman in the first round. No, you draft a running back, right? That's what the Steelers did. And how's that work? And Najee Harris is hurtling like every other play in the preseason. I don't know why. I don't like this team. Big Ben is 54 years old. He has a he runs a 6.2 40-yard dash. The That's defense fast. is good. That's all you got. That's all you got. The defense is good. I'll give you that. But I think, I think they'll still finish third. But the Bengals are going to come last. I love this team, but I don't. I don't this division is too good for us to come anywhere other than last. I'll say this. I think the Browns are a hundred percent. I'll go quick. I think the Browns are a hundred percent the best team. They have everything. They already yeah. have the best O line in football. 
Um, I think Baker Mayfield could take another step forward. Uh, they just signed Nick Chubb again. I think Nick Chubb could also take a huge step forward, even if that's—I mean, if that's even fair—he's already a top five huge, 10 running back. Nick yeah. Chubb fan. Huge. I think Nick people Chubb are fan. sleeping. I think people are sleeping on Odell Beckham. I think he could have a massive year mm-hmm. coming back because he's never really played with the new Baker Mayfield. You know, two years ago, when was the last time he had a full season? Baker Mayfield was not Baker Mayfield that what, that almost took down the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think I think this Browns team is easily going to win the division. I think the Ravens are probably still sneaking the playoffs in the wild card. I don't love the Ravens. Um, even though they have a lot of pieces, I just still don't trust their passing game. Um, one, because I don't know I, I, Lamar's accuracy. I still am not 100% on it. And then their wide receivers, I still need to see a lot, lot more from them. Um, I think they used to come in second. Third, I think it's closer than we think, I th- but I'm still, I still have question marks about Joe Burrow, you know. I keep reading everything. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to stop you right there because this confident. pisses me off more than everything. All right? He's not confident. So, guess what happens? Guess what happens when you have nothing to talk about? Reporters have nothing to talk about. So, oh, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow let me type it up. Joe Burrow went 4 for 11. Okay, guess what? The next day he goes 9 for 10 for a touchdown. Did you see that? No. Did you see the next day he went 10 for 10 for a touchdown? No, you don't see that, right? Because they don't talk That's about good. that. And look, these are the same That's guys. That's to see. That, these are I'm the same guys that are saying Jamar Chase has no separation. They should have taken Sewell. They don't watch. The I guy came off of a. I, I'm sorry, you pissed me off right now because you said that. I apologize, but I'm going to go off Listen. some more. Okay, guess what happens next? He goes another great day. That's not in the media. The guy came off of a nine-month injury. It was a second padded practice. Is he going to be top shape? No. If this stuff is happening the last week of training camp, will I be concerned? Absolutely. But it's not, and I'm sorry I had to go off on you like that because I'm sick of hearing that from the media. <laughs> no, I, lo- I love you supporting your team, but I'm kind of on the media side because when I see a quarterback, who need probably, the quarterback probably needs, the most, needs to be the most confident player on the field. When there's question, when there's things from him, you know, him having doubts, you know, him being worried about his knee, that's not. I, I it's tough to read. You know, ACL is not an injury you can just come back from. Um, and obviously, I'd be super pumped to see him come back and be a stud, and you know, be the best quarterback in this division. But until I see that, I still can't believe it 100. percent I still think they're going to come that's in fair. fourth, and I still think they should take a Penny Sewell because with a quarterback who just tore his ACL, I don't understand why you don't protect him more. But uh, maybe right, the Jamar right. Chase thing, maybe maybe in five years, we'll look mm-hmm. back and yeah, be like, wow, sense. Jamar Chase, I cannot believe we didn't, like, I, there were questions about him not going over Penesua. Like, that guy's a stud. He's, you know, he's had, he's got 1,500 yards. I think the Steelers are going to be very disappointing at average because at some point they're making the mis- they're making the mistake that a lot of teams make with a quarterback that had glory and success in the past. They don't know when to move off him. I think this was the year you move off him in a very quarterback deep draft. And then even when you do have a first rounder that you don't trade up to get a quarterback, I think Najee Harris will be an extremely effective running back. But in the modern NFL, the running back is not that important. You don't really uh, need a stud running back to win a to win a Super Bowl. And I think they should have protected him. But we'll see. And to everyone saying, not I'm not yelling at you, Pat. I'm yelling at the people who are listening to this if they believe this. Okay. We got a new offensive line coach, signed two veteran linemen, drafted three offensive linemen, but don't draft Sewell, and we did. It's it's like people react like we did nothing to the offensive line. We did nothing, right? We're not giving Burrow any help. We got six new guys. The starting lineup right now only counted for five of the sacks that Joe Burrow had last season. And I'm done talking about the Bengals now. Yeah, but Thank I you. just feel like you look you look at Penny Sewell, you look at Penny Sewell, and you're like, this guy could be a generational O line talent. That's the only thing is that. I think it's tough to pass up on a guy like that. Now, Jamar Chase obviously looks like a beast. You know, you don't know what he could become. But 
I'm, I'm all, and I'm also an O-line first guy. I think every first-round pick you have should be an O-line protecting the quarterback. But maybe, maybe you're right, Sean. I didn't know about all those O-line upgrades. So we'll see. Maybe they can overtake those Steelers this year. Before Richard goes, I just want to mention something that I was thinking about that entire time. And between our four teams, which are the Giants, Jets, Bengals, and Steelers, I honestly would not be surprised if we don't collectively win like 20 games this year. I have no idea how all four of us, Richard, your team's on the downslope, so I don't want to hear anything from you, but I, I do not understand how all of us just grew into like the four worst teams in the NFL, oh, yeah. and those are, are the fan bases. Those are the teams we root for when we on our podcast. But except the thing is, three of us are on the incline, and one of us, I don't know. Exactly. Love that. Love that. I love that. Okay, let's let's hear why Big Ben is the greatest quarterback in the league. Finally, my turn. I will say this first. The Steelers are not winning the division. That title will go to the Cleveland Browns before anyone okay. calls me biased. As everyone has mentioned, best O-line in the entire league, the best running back duo in the entire league, and I think Baker Mayfield has still, as Pat mentioned, room to grow. I will say this. I believe Baker Mayfield regressed heavily when they brought in Odell Beckham Jr. That is my one concern with the offense, even though it's considered an upgrade. Look at how well Baker Mayfield did last year with no distraction of Odell Beckham. I'm just saying, I would not be surprised if the Browns at least have troubles in the beginning of the season. They'll probably figure it out because they have a good head coach, unlike in 2019 when Beckham was there, when they had Freddie Kitchens. So, and as everyone mentioned, the defense significantly improved with Troy Hill, John Johnson, Greg Newsom in the draft, and the steal of the draft in my eyes in Jeremiah Owusu-Koromora. And they added on the defensive line in Jadavion Clowney, Tack McKinley, and they, obviously they have a defensive player of the year candidate in Miles Garrett that's going to be there for years to come. So, yes, the Browns are going to win the division. They're probably the most talented team in the AFC North, and they probably have the most upside because we know what Buffalo, Kansas City, we know what they have to offer. They probably have the highest upside and sleeper ability to make the playoffs because their roster is that complete. You look at up and down, they have a complete roster. I'm concerned about Baltimore now for a reason because, as Pat mentioned, Lamar Jackson's passing ability has me worried because I don't know what to expect of it. Because we saw in the beginning of last year, it was major inconsistency. Second half of the season, he was able to beat on some bad teams, and they were able to make the playoffs, and they were able to beat Tennessee. Good. And then the running, I understand they have one of the best running games in the league. J.K. Dobbins is primed for a breakout season, and their defense is still relatively good. So I wouldn't panic that much, but I just worry about Lamar Jackson. I really do. All right, Richard. That's the only thing uh, I worry about. Can you answer this for me? Did Lamar Jackson yes. not win an MVP in 2019? He did, but... Let's okay, get real. well, let me Let's... say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you there and tell you a fact, okay? Josh Allen had better passing stats in his MVP season than Josh Allen did last season, and everyone thinks he isn't accurate. He had improved numbers from 2020 to 2019. He, he's, I don't understand the argument that he's not an accurate quarterback. I'm sorry. That's just me. All I'm saying is that I would take Josh Allen as a thrower of the football over Lamar Jackson. That's all I'm saying. Because fair. we know what Lamar Jackson can do with his legs. It's just, I haven't seen it consistently enough through the... Last season left a lot to be desired on Lamar Jackson, for me especially. Because 
I saw a lot of inconsistencies with it. That's the only problem I have. Other than that, the Ravens should be in, con- in contention for playoffs. I think their Super Bowl window has closed just a little bit because you remember their 14-2 and season, and then they sort mm-hmm. of died down last year. So their Super Bowl window seems to be closing. And you look at the Bengals, they're probably going to finish last. So, But I do expect a lot of improvement. And I would, I would be shocked if Zach Taylor returns. I would be shocked if he returns. Would you? Um, I mean, if he wins seven, eight games, he's returning. He, every single person in the Bengals locker room likes him as a coach. You're not going to get seven, rid of a guy like games. that. Yeah. I mean, okay. seven, eight, maybe it's nine. A lot of games it, I mean, eight game, games. Man. That's four more wins than he had last year. So that's, that's that would keep him. Wins. That would this keep his t- job. If the Bengals go eight hundred, if the ba- Bengals go five hundred, I will you be can't. like extremely surprised. If they get around there, yeah, actually, that'd good be point, surprising. Man. Yeah, teams can't be five hundred. Kind of pisses yeah, me off. That's so All stupid. Right. I don't, can we do a tangent real quick? That's so dumb. I completely agree. I can't even say eight and eight anymore. Like what, right. nine and seven. Like yeah, that's that, gross. you can't do you know, that anymore. That, that doesn't exist anymore. I'm a big stat guy, and this ruins all the statistics for single season season records. Okay. Yeah, that too. That's true. But uh, like on... ten and six, ten. I uh, more ten and six. Ten and six is a perfect bounce because ten and six is like that's good. Ten and seven, that's a lot of games. Like right. that's too many games. I just lost a lot of respect for the NFL when they literally couldn't answer a question on why they did it, other yeah, than they, that they need more yeah. revenue, Want more which money. is just honestly disgusting in my opinion. People can agree, people can agree, but like the amount of money that they rack in, and we know they can pay um, all all of their employees well, uh, especially owners and high up people. But so I think it's ridiculous. All right, anyway, all right. Let me your... finish. Let me finish real quick. I just okay. You finish, and I have a question for you. Yes. Big Ben and the Steelers are going to regress heavily from what they were last year. Everyone can agree on that. Big Ben is going to be an average quarterback. He's not going to be no. a good quarterback. I can, I'm can. i accepting that. The offensive line is going to be a brutal learning experience for a lot of this because it's a young offensive line. I question the Najee Harris pick because Rashawn is, or Tevin Jenkins was still there, so I'm a little annoyed by that, but it's whatever. And the defense is a top five unit or a top ten unit, whatever you want to call it, even though they lost Bud Dupree and Steven Nelson. I do think the Steelers are in contention for playoffs, but it's to me it, they are in contention for playoffs. They're not they're in a decline, but Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, and I and I tr- truly believe in this team under Mike Tomlin. I truly believe in. Them. Get to the question. All right. All right, my well, question is, question? well, first of all, guess what? Mike Talma doesn't have 8-8 eight eight to rely on because technically he doesn't have a losing season. If he's 8-8, eight eight, he's had like seven of those the past 10 years. <laughs> okay, and, and my question is, what is your honest a... prediction, non-bias, on what the Steelers' record is going to be? Non-bias? Um, probably 8-9. And, and you nine. think that's making the playoffs? No, if, if you were to include bias, probably 10-7. and seven. With the hardest schedule in the NFL? With the hardest schedule in the NFL? They definitely could. Seven they definitely ten. could. Because they have such a good defense. And we saw back in 2019, they almost made the playoffs with a good defense, with no offense. That's why I would believe in this team. Because they have a better offense than what they had then, and they have the good defense still. All I'm saying. All right. I'm stopping you there. We're moving on. Yep. That yeah, was a long division. Be. I disagree, Steelers suck. Anyway, yes, we're going to go to the next that. division, AFC South. To me, this is 
actually a pretty interesting one and is turning into it as the years go on. Uh, I don't want to start on this one actually. I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna save it. Sean, do you want to go I ahead? Gladly, I will gladly go. I knew you this would. is not a competition. I'll tell you why. Really? I, was be- I was between the Titans and the Colts, but guess what? So Clint Nelson I. injured. Carson Wentz injured. Mm-hmm. Titans. Who's going to compete with the Titans now? An injured Colts team or the Texans or the Sean, Jags? Absolutely Sean, not. Sean, I literally have down Titans, and then, then in parentheses, Colts, too many injuries, including quarterbacks. I mean, we just have the same <laughs> Every line. time. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's the Titans. I mean, are you kidding me? They have debatably the best wide receiver duo. And on top of that, Derrick Henry, who's debatably the best running back in the league with a good O-line. And it's crazy. Derrick Henry had 2,000 rushing yards last year. Not a single offensive lineman made the Pro Bowl or was all pro. So that's just, I mean, that's, they're all, they're I all underrated. That. So, but yeah, I, I just, it's the Titans. By I don't even think it's going to be close this year. I honestly think it will be close-ish, maybe two or three games. I, I don't think they could just have like a 15-win season. Uh, I think the Titans will pro- honestly probably win like 11 or 12 games, easily make the playoffs. But I still think it's a competition, and every year, like like I said, it's going to become more of a competition. I think as the Colts, you know, grow into their own hands and feet, I think they'll develop players and and you know get actual new guys that can do stuff. Uh, obviously, I like some of their players. I'm a big Michael Pittman guy, but I, I agree that Derrick Henry is going to run over everybody. And that was a very interesting stat. I'm glad you brought that up about the uh, offensive line and not making the Pro Bowl. That's that's pretty impressive. I would say this, the the Colts have a tough schedule to start. They do. But after that, their schedule gets a whole lot easier. The Titans, as Sean pointed out, probably have the best wide receiver duo in A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. They have the best running back in Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And they have a top-10 quarterback in Ryan Tano. You guys mentioned that. And I respect that, but I still come back to the defense. Yes, they added Bud Dupree, and they added Janoris Jenkins for help. I get that. But I, I still like the Colts as a team. I like them as a balanced fit. And all the reports have been saying Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are projected to be ready by at the very latest week three. I can live with that. Because, let's be real, I don't think they were going to beat the Seahawks or the Rams anyway. So if they can have that for the rest of the season, if they can have Carson Wentz, they could honestly go 11-6 and six and win the division. I could see no that happening. No way. I could definitely right. see that. Question. No Just way. question, Richard. Did you say Did you yeah. say Carson Wentz would be there by week three or Quentin Nelson? Both, he said. I said okay, both. Okay, well, I'm going to have to tell you that Quentin Nelson's injury is five to 12 weeks, which would that's not be at least week Carson three. Wentz. I'm going to back, the, I'm gonna back up same. Richard because there was the an, I'm reading a report right now from CBS NFL. Carson Wentz, uh, comma, Quentin Nelson, both trending towards being available for Colts week one, poor report. August All right, that's fair. I was old news. I take it back. I'm sorry. I, I don't fine. think it matters. That's fine. Yeah, I, I agree with Nick. No, they are, they are the <laughs> most. I, I seriously believe that they are the most balanced team. And I said it from the time Jalen Hurts got benched that Carson Wentz was going to be an Indianapolis Colt. And that Did you say balance? I, I believe they are the most balanced team in the division. What do you mean they, by that? I believe that they have a consistent offense and their defense is good. That's what I mean by that. They don't okay. have to be. They don't have to have an amazing offense. They just have to be consistent enough to put up twenty plus points a game. That's all they have to do if they have the defensive performance like they've had I mean, over the past two years. I kind of agree with that because the the Titans are very top heavy on offense. Their defense yeah. is going to struggle mm-hmm. to keep up. And that's that's what I was going. I'll pick up now for for my takes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think Richard, did you say the t- did you say the, the Titans or the Colts are going to win the division? I, I believe in the Colts. I yeah. believe in the Colts. I'm going to side with Richard here. Um, I love the Titans' offense. I think they could be super explosive. They're so good on offense, just top to bottom offense. But they still can't stop the Houston Texans on third down, and that's a problem. Um, I love the Colts. I think if the Colts have a legit quarterback last year, I think they beat the Buffalo Bills. Um, I think Carson Wentz reuniting with Frank Reich is going to be huge. I could see Carson Wentz having one of the biggest comeback seasons we've seen in a long, long time. Um, I think if he's back before week four or five, I think he could seriously have a massive year. Uh, and even without Quinn and Nelson, you know, that obviously hurts missing, losing one of the best O-linemen in the NFL. But they still have a stacked O-line, one of the best in the NFL. And they get him back. Um, you give that young receiving core more time to get better. Um, and I like their defense. I think he's right when he says they're extremely balanced. Um, I think Darius Leonard is grossly underrated. I think he I is agree. a phenomenal player. Um and I really like what they're doing. I think, I th- you know, obviously new head coach, we're going to see what he can do. But when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, their offense was phenomenal. Um, so I think I'm going to have to go with the Colts winning the division. Not by much. I think it's at most a game, maybe two, on the Titans. I think both teams make the playoffs. I love this 2v2 Titans versus Colts thing. I know we're going to be debating this this mm-hmm. entire time. But that was, that was a good division. Let's move on to probably the quickest division we're going to have in this entire podcast. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Obviously, we're going to the AFC West, the last AFC division. I know we all agree that the Chiefs are the best team in this division. And if, if anybody actually thinks that the Chiefs aren't going to win this division, I'll just kick you off the podcast. You won't be in sell it anymore. But the reason why I think this is quick is because I don't know why we would talk about these teams when I don't think any of these three teams have a fighting chance even in a wild card. Uh, oh, purely, purely for the fact that I don't like these teams and their schedules uh, with their offenses. I know probably what Sean is going to say after I said that, and I'll go right back at it once he says it. I obviously think the Chiefs are going to win this division. I don't actually think they're going to do well in the playoffs, but I know Pat thinks they're going to win like five rings in like 10 years, and this year is going to be another year. Uh, disagree with that. Don't think that's going to happen. I, I have been a bit of a Chiefs hater over, over the, uh, the last year in the podcast, but... I mean, I do like Patty Mahomes, but I don't like them very much. So, Sean, what are you going to say to me? I mean, when you said no one's going to come <laughs> close to a wild card, and you're looking at Justin Herbert no. and the Chargers don't with like an it. absolutely improved offensive line and stud receivers and a good defense, and you say they don't have a chance at the wild card, I have to disagree there. Austin Eckler is coming off of it, coming back from injury mm-hmm. all last year, I believe. I mean, this team, this all it, he has a great offensive line. I mean, Slater is going to be a stud. They got Lindsley. I mean, this team is absolutely going to make the playoffs. I think they're 10-11 win team this year. So I think, but I agree. The Chiefs are winning this division without a doubt, but don't, I mean, the Chargers make the playoffs, in my opinion. I would say this about the Chargers. They are an especially talented team. Justin Herbert is going to be, is the future of this team and is going to be for a long time. They have a, very underrated running back in Austin Eckler, and they have a top 15 wide receiver in my eyes in Keenan Allen. He is a very consistent wide receiver, and their defense and offensive line are passable. Well, their offensive line is great, but their defense is passable. So, to me, they are probably the only threat to Kansas City, if you can even call them that. I mean, for the division, they're definitely a playoff contender, but I... I 
I don't see a threat here. And I'll say this. I'll throw a team out there. Watch out for Denver this year. If they get consistent quarterback play, which they did not get last year, this is a top 10 defense without a doubt in my eyes on paper. Mm-hmm. Watch out for them if they get consistent quarterback play from either Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, whatever it be. They're a team to watch if they get that. I, I'm i extremely high on the Chargers. Uh, I love Justin Herbert. I always have. He's a Pac-12 guy. I think I think the Chargers could ease I think the Chargers could definitely win ten games. Um, Herbert I think Herbert is going to be a top three five quarterback in NFL in two years maybe even after this year. Uh, new head coach, very talented O line. I I always love Keenan Allen. I think Keenan Allen's gonna have a great year. Austin Eckler has no competition in the backfield. I think he's gonna be a stud this year. He's gonna prove a lot of people uh, a lot of people wrong. Um, and their defense is dangerous like it was last year. Uh, Joey Bosa, he's a stud. He's You always have to watch out for him. Um, and I'm flip-flopping with you, Richard. I don't. I, I obviously think the Chiefs are going to win the division because the Chiefs are the best. Uh, I think the Chargers could definitely make a wild card um, in a weaker AFC this year than it's been in years past. I think um, I think Denver is not very good. I don't trust Drew Locke at all. Um, I think... Vegas could be a little bit dangerous. I've always been, I've always liked Derek Carr. I think he's a guy that really never got his fair shake with the team around him. I think people have kind of forgotten about Josh Jacobs and how good he was two years ago, even last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Waller is a phenomenal tight end. You got Aguilar, Renfro, Ruggs. You know, maybe Ruggs could prove something to you this year. Um, and I think this team, I don't, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team, but I could see them being a little dangerous. I could see them, you know, last year they were one of the Chiefs, what, two losses? Yeah, I think th- I think Vegas could be very dangerous this year. Uh, you know, I like Gruden. I think yeah. I think it could be an interesting team to watch. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I still have to get used to Vegas. I'm so used to Oakland. Yeah. But honestly, I kind of got used to it. Do you know what I'm still not used to? Which is really weird. The Rams. Los Angeles. What? Yeah. I mean, that was like five years ago. I, yeah, I think yeah, it's. I think this is the fifth. Ago. I think it's coming up on the fifth year. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I I'm more used to Vegas now than I am to that. Anyway, talking about Gruden Pat, this is his hot seat year. He hasn't had a winning season in, I think, the past decade, and he's got to prove that he can do (laughs) something with the talent on this team. I would would agree with that. Uh, His seat is really hot. I think he is is definitely the number one coach that's on the hottest seat. Maybe if you want to throw one out there, uh, Vic Bangio, just because of the underperformance that Denver's had. Um but I, I, I don't like the Raiders this year because, again, it's the thing that has been troubling them for the past three years, and that's been their defense because it's so horrible. Um, <laughs> I, I get it. They have, they have Josh Jacobs. They have Darren Waller, and Derek Carr is probably one of more one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the game. But I, I, I just don't. I don't trust them. I don't trust the Raiders. They're gonna be good for fantasy points and all that, but. I, I I don't like him this year. I just don't. Man, Richard did not hold back on the Raiders. Did I, he? <laughs> I did not. He is right that uh, the Raiders are fantasy insane. Waller's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Waller's a yeah, fantasy yeah. point Absolutely. fiend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll move on. NFC. This is going to this is going to be very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, <laughs> we're starting in the NFC East. We all know the Giants are in this division. We all know that all three of you hate this division. So does the world because they 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 really do suck. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I deserve to start here. We all know what I'm gonna say. This is 
I just want to, before I go, I want to point out that this is much, much more different or, yeah, than Richard saying that the Steelers are going to be good when the Giants are on the upslope in the worst division in football and that the NFL has seen in a large amount of years and when the Steelers suck. So I just want to point that out first. I have the Giants winning the division. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Saquon Barkley. He's the oh only thing. Back? He is their only key to make the playoffs. Uh, I mean, if Saquon Barkley does not come and perform, the Giants will be a four-win team. If he does, they can win ten games. Saquon Barkley is easily, and I mean easily, a top five running back when 100% healthy. I don't think anybody can dispute that. That's 100% true. Now, all that needs to happen. If Saquon comes back 100% healthy, is Danny Jones holding on to the ball? If he can hold a football and not fumble more than a million times in one season, I think we win this division just because of how bad the other teams are. Now, I, I'm not saying we win a playoff game. Maybe we get close in, in, in one, especially since we won't be a wild card team and we'll be playing a good team in the first playoff game. I think the Giants have what it takes to make the playoffs. I think Saquon's going to come back healthy. I know there's been a lot, a lot of controversy with how he's going to come back, especially Joe Judge is just terrible in the press and the media. That And that is not the media's fault. Joe Judge is just awful uh, at talking about Saquon's condition. For the rest of these teams, I don't trust any of them. Uh, I hate Dallas. I do not trust them at all. Obviously, that's a little biased, but I think we would all just agree. Just a little. Uh, but I think we would all agree that they are just not going to go anywhere. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't think so. I think if there's any te- if, the, if there's any team in this uh, division that's going to go somewhere, it'd be Washington. I think Washington has the mo- most threats. Uh, they're young. I think they can win some games. Their defense is phenomenal. Uh, Philly, no trust at all. Mm-hmm. They they have just been probably the worst office. Uh, in all of the NFL, they just have so many issues. If not them, then the Packers. Uh, they have too many issues for me to trust them, and I don't think they have enough playmakers to win this division. So to me, it's the Giants or Washington, and I'm going to take my New York football Giants, baby. All right, so I completely disagree with your reasoning of saying the make or break is going to be Saquon Barkley. What? I think everyone here agrees it, it is Daniel Jones. Without no a doubt, not it's even Daniel close. Jones. You could ask any single football fan in the history of football disagree. fans, they would say Daniel Jones. I you could put more. any running back in the backfield. That's not. They're so replaceable. A quarterback is no. not. You need a good quarterback to make it to the playoffs. A running back is not going to make it to the playoffs unless they're Adrian Peterson and they win MVP. I disagree. I completely disagree. I think Daniel Jones already has what it takes to be a good quarterback when he has Saquon behind him. I think when he doesn't have Saquon behind him, he gets rushed so hard, he gets blitzed, he gets knocked on his ass, and he drops the football every single time. Oh, when he, boy. When he this doesn't, is bad. When he doesn't have Saquon, he sucks. We now have receiving threats. The receivers are growing into their positions. I think we're going to be a good team. I mean, Pat, I mean, Pat and Richard can and back me up here. Just in the modern NFL, like, a running back in the modern NFL can just not be your deciding factor. It just—it's not an important enough position. Hundred percent. I don't, and also, I mean, I think Danny. I think some Giants fans are too high on Danny Jones when he really has not proven all that much. Yeah, because he hasn't, he hasn't had, had anything to work receivers. with. Not only yes, that, look receivers. at his offensive line, atrocious. And they did not upgrade this year. I'm not. That's I'm another s- thing. Is like they don't look that much better from the front line. They do with Saquon. 
is my point. Say yes, but Saquon is not a center. He he can he can Saquon can maybe block Saquon can maybe block a light DN. Like three people. No, I mean he will be blocking like probably DNs. He will be blocking ten percent of the time he's on the field. Oh, I agree with that because we're not we can't do anything else except run the ball. That's why I would agree with that. But if he he needed to, he could. A hundred percent. The man is a monster. He squats like 800 pounds. When, if, if he can stay healthy. Oh, I agree. That's my point. That's 100% my point, if he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, then everything I said I think will happen. And that's why it's my deciding factor. So I think if he he is healthy, without a doubt, I bet my life savings that he's going to be a star quarterback, or a star running back, sorry. If he is healthy. I don't think he busts if he's 100% healthy. All right, so here's my question for you. If Daniel Jones plays like he did his rookie year, per se, right, or his sophomore year, whatever, whichever one, that wasn't good, and Saquon Barkley plays amazing as a top three running back in the league, but Daniel Jones is just god-awful, do you think they make the playoffs? In what way is Daniel Jones god-awful? I'm just I'm giving matters. you the scenario. No, no I understand. This is a scenario. No, 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 that's not what I meant. I wasn't being that to me. I mean, like, in what way? In, I, is, as, is, as is Danny Jones bad? God-awful for me is like bottom seven, bottom ten. No, 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 no. In the like, I'm talking, what can he not, what's his issue? Is it everything? I mean, He's just a terrible quarterback that can't not, do anything? Did I say that? I'm, giving, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying if he I'm does, asking I'm you, if he plays bad. What is pl- I'm asking you, what is playing bad to you? What's what's his issue? Um, fumbling, throwing an interception, scrambling 15,000 okay. yards. I'm actually asking. Going all day. You're talking like I'm, like I'm being crazy. I'm asking you because it matters what he's bad at. If he can't do some things over others, Saquon will be able to, you know, lift the I mean, team up and he'll be able to carry it on his back in the running game. If he, he's not going to miss if every he pass, can't hold, buddy. If he can't hold on to the football, like Richard's saying, then I agree. Saquon's not going to be able to carry the team on his back. That's why I added it to the Saquon point that Danny needs to hold on to the ball. I think that's that's also very crucial that he's going to need to do that. Okay, Say he plays like he did his sophomore year, okay? okay? But Saquon plays like a top two, top three running back in the NFL. Do you think Saquon will carry the team just alone, not Daniel Jones, to the playoffs? Not alone. I think with the new additions on the receiving core and our and our receivers will still help out Danny Jones. I think he will be carrying the team, even if it's to two wins. He will be carrying the team on his back. That's what I would say. And I think they could they could be in position for the playoffs still in this division, yes. I think so. I personally disagree, but you know that's, that's me. fine. All right. Anyway, get back on track. I have the Go football ahead. team winning this division. Okay. Um, I think there might be a, a which a football ten... team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. The Washington, the one in Washington. No, it's a joke. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, um, they have debatably one of the top three defenses, and they're I all agree. young and amazing. Terry, McL- Terry McLaurin is so underrated. I can't even say in words. And uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know. Can he play well enough to lead this team to the playoffs? And I think he can. He's a veteran. He knows what to do. This is one of his last years. So I think, honestly, this is a really hot take, but I think this is a 10-win team, and they're making it to the playoffs. And I think the Cowboys finish second, Giants third, Eagles last. There, I said it. There's there, there's something you got to understand, though. Whoever wins this division is going to be in double-digit wins. They're all playing each other two times. So whoever's the I best mean, team out of this division is going to have 10, 11, the, 12 wins in my opinion. The team who went to the playoffs last year had seven wins. but I you know. see that, but I, I, I think they'll be a standout team this year. Yeah. I hate to be that guy. Oh, God. 
but I'm going to be that guy. Leaving. He's picking I the Eagles. With, Don't pick I, the Eagles. Let's I hear agree it. With, <laughs> I, I, Who do you agree I with? Agree, I agree with Nick that the Giants are going to win the division. Yes. Oh, really my goodness. Yeah. Really Pat, what is really happening? I, I, I hate to be that guy, but I think, Dan, guy. I, I think Daniel Jones is going to have a, an average season. I don't think it's going to be I agree. bad. I don't think it's going to be MVP good. I just think it's going to be flat average, and he's going to be fine. I like Joe Judge as a football coach. I don't like him as an as in media coach, as you pointed so out. So bad. I, as a football coach, that team started one and seven, and they finished five and three. I I really like him because they were a train wreck at the beginning of the season. Their defense stepped it up, and they didn't they didn't get rid of much. They have Blake Martinez, they have James Bradbury, and they have Leonard Williams. Saquon comes back. Granted, he might not be 100%. Who knows? And I really like the addition of Kenny Galladay. I think they have the most upside of each team in this division. I I, I really like the Giants. I don't know what it is. I just think they're going to win the division this year. It's just okay. a gut feeling I have. Okay, but Love you it. said your point was that they didn't lose anyone, right? All they Basically, in my opinion, all they added was Kenny Galladay this offseason. That was relevant. So you saying that they didn't do anything, basically... They won six games last year. Not doing anything is not going to win you the division. Listen, and an aver- listen, and an average, an average wanna... Daniel Jones is not going to win you the division either. I don't, He's going to have to play better. Sean, I don't want to hear anything when the Giants now have Kadarius Tony. okay? We will win the division. Okay. okay. Kadarius don't... Tony will carry it, will carry the team on his back to victory, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. Yep. With Daniel <laughs> okay. Jones, right? Yeah. Let Pat go so we can move on. All right. So... <laughs> I mean, there, uh, there's no chance the Giants win this division. They're going to finish third. <laughs> Thank you. Easily. Uh, but I, and I, and, all right. I love the football team. I really, really, really do. And they're one of those teams that is just like the Colts, I think, last season, that is a quarterback away from being a major problem in this league. I don't think they're going to be able to edge out Dak Prescott. Um, I think the Cowboys win it. I think Zeke has a bounce back year. I think the Cowboys are good enough to make the playoffs. I don't think they do much. I still think this division is weak. Um, but I think the football team, I love them, and they're so close. Their roster is stacked. Their defense is very good. They are just one quarterback. If they can find that guy in either in free agency or trade, I imagine imagine this, Derek Carr in, uh, in football team uniform. Oh, my God. Um, but that's just a potential thing that could happen if the Raiders are terrible maybe next season. But that's just a thought, and I think, I think they're going to be close with the Cowboys. And I, but I don't think they can beat him out. I think Dak is going to be a stud this year, as long as he stays healthy. I think Dak is a stud, and I think I football agree. team is right there. Terry McLaurin the, I mean, is awesome. Antonio Gibson is awesome. They're right there. Right. And the only bad point about the Cowboys, in my opinion, is they have a terrible defense. They're going to have to keep yes. up with the offense. I mean, if you look at it, Zeke is absolutely going to have a bounce back year. They're getting three All Pro. Lineman back in Zach Martin, Tyron mm-hmm. Smith, and uh, oh my gosh, brain Lyle fart Collins. right now. Lyle Thank Collins. you. Like that is huge. That is an entire change, and then you went almost went from the worst to the best offensive line just because of that. They've debatably the best wide receiver trio. I mean, this offense is gonna be absolutely insane this year. They might be the number one offense in the NFL, but their defense is just they're gonna have to keep up if they want to win the division. All right. Let's move on. NFC North 
This, I think, is also an interesting one. I think there'll be uh, a little division here. I could see a lot of teams being thrown out by the by the four of us here. Richard, I'm going to go to you one. first, Richard. If you would have asked me who I think from May to the end of July, I would have said the Vikings, and I would have said the Bears are a close second. Uh, now that Aaron Rodgers is back in business and that they're trying to work through this relationship that has gone to shambles at this point, um, Green Bay is going to win this division. Look, I'm not going to go against the reigning MVP. I, I love Minnesota and all. I think they have a shot to become the fourth best team in the NFC on the on roster. Um, but I'm not going to go against Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to go against arguably the best receiver in the game. I'm, I'm not going to go against a a good head coach and Matt LaFleur. I'm not going to go against a good defense. I th There's so much on this team that they just have better on than anyone in this division. Mm -hmm. uh, I Packers. personally, per, yeah, yeah. Personally, I agree. That's, I mean, I, it, it's the Packers. Yeah, this, I mean, this, this, real quick, this drama might be the most overhyped drama in sports in the sense that right. not that it's not crazy as it is, it is. Uh, but I don't think it's going to affect the team as much as anybody would say in the media and not even close mm -hmm. to as much as anybody would say. And I'm usually, I usually side on the side that drama is, is never good for the team. Uh, but like Richard says, you can't go against A-Rod. You can't go against Devontae Adams. This team will yeah, win the division. The, the, the pa I mean, this Packers team has seven Pro Bowl players last year. I mean, that's just, this team is... I think they have a shot at the Super Bowl. They're definitely contenders. And, I mean, they have some extra motivation because I don't know if you guys saw Aaron Rodgers, Vontae Adams, both posted the last dance on their story, last basically dance. saying that this is their last year. They're going to give it their all. That's some extra motivation maybe. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. And the question is, can they can they actually make a playoff run or choke in the NFC Championship well. <laughs> again? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Packers. That's, yeah. Well, that. I mean... There's no, I mean, Kirk Cousins is just not that good, and then I don't think Justin Fields is going to be ready year one okay, to, to lead a team to the playoffs. Uh, I think Justin Fields is good. I don't think he's going to lead a team to the playoffs, and the Detroit Lions don't really exist. And yeah. I like, like you were saying, Aaron, like Aaron Rodgers' problem with the, was with the man, was with the general managing, or like more like the front office. You know, it's not with any of the personnel in the locker room. You know, you could tell with his, I watched his, his press conference. He still loves the guys in the locker room. You know, Devontae. I think mm -hmm. uh, Randall Cobb. They're bringing back. He was very excited to see. I think him and Bakhtiari are still buddies. Um, I don't see it having much of a problem. I think him and Matt Lafleur. He had only good things to say about Matt Lafleur in the press conference. I think as long as they keep winning football games, I don't see any problem with them. I think they, I mean, the the Packers could easily win the Super Bowl. I think this might be one of the weakest divisions this season, seriously, uh, because I don't think Justin Fields is ready yet to lead a team. I think he will, will get there, but I don't think he's ready yet. And I just, the Vikings just have that look of a team that just is so uninteresting to me this season. That just now, won't Pat, be, like, I just don't care about them. I'm going to have to disagree with you about Kirk Cousins. I think he has the potential to be a top 10 quarterback this year. And I'm not lying. He's the most underrated player in football. He had he was sixth in the NFL last year in passes, eighth in passing yards, thirty-five to thirteen touchdown interception ratio. Okay, I don't know how you you you're acting like this is an average quarterback. He's not. He's one hundred percent an above average quarterback. And I hate that everyone's sleeping on him. Okay, Kirk Cousins, most underrated player in football. He doesn't pass the eye test for me. Something about That's it, funny. like Kirk Cousins is never a guy you're like. Kirk Cousins leads a heroic victory. It's just 
it doesn't have like that doesn't it doesn't exist like Kirk Cousins leads uh you know beating up Vikings team to a division win I just I don't I think Kirk Cousins is one of those guys is going to be a trivia answer one day <laughs> I just don't like him as a pro quarterback so I love not, that he's got you like that stats. you like that he's got if you know you it's just you know I don't know I just don't I don't, I don't like him very much okay Pat question if Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing this year would you have the Bears or the Vikings Vikings okay roster wise I agree okay Definitely. I would agree with that yeah no I 100% agree with that too all right we're gonna move on that was a pretty quick and easy one uh, second to last one here, NFC South. This is the easiest. Yeah, this I agree. 100%. I completely take yeah. back what I just said about five seconds earlier. This, honestly, we could talk about for two minutes. Uh, I mean, it's Tom Brady. That's pretty much the end of the discussion. Tom Brady is the greatest not, football player of all time. Not only that, Nick. The competing teams are the Saints without Drew Brees, yeah. the Falcons, and the Panthers. Okay, yeah. no shot. Not even close. I would bet my life that the Bucks would win this division. And also I couldn't pick a second. Yeah, go ahead. They're they're also returning everyone from last year, so it's unfair, really. Yeah. To be honest, it's unfair. I, I I will say this though, a sneaky team to watch in the NFC this year would be the Panthers because I do love Sam Darnold in a Joe Brady offense with a wide receiver duo in DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, young defense. Uh, that's a team to watch. Just saying. I I honestly I can agree with that. I don't. I don't give them a fighting chance, mm-hmm. but I can agree with the Sam Darnold point uh, in that argument. Yeah, I think there's there's room to grow there, but the Bucks are winning this division outright. Yeah, easily. no doubt. So, oh boy, this if, next. If one's no a good one has one. anything to say, we'll, we'll get this to next one is a good one. One of the best divisions. Uh, we're going to the NFC West. I'm gonna give Pat the first stance Let's on this division. It. All right. So, this division is so stacked. It could yeah, be legitimately one of the best divisions ever in the NFL. Any team could win it. If you told... I have actually a question. Are they still doing three wild cards this year, or is it back to two? No, it's three. three. Yeah. Seven, seven teams. Still? Oh, my God. Okay. You know what? You think they could go all three? All bad this division? All Look four. how bad the NFC is this year. And because of how bad, how much New Orleans lost this offseason because of their cap hell, I would not be shocked if four teams from the NFC West yeah, went to the playoffs. could absolutely because happen. Because picking a winner for this division is almost impossible because outside of maybe the Cardinals, I think any team could win it. But then again, you look at the Cardinals. Kyle, I, th- I wouldn't be shocked if Kyler Murray has an insane year. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Year. Um, Stafford, in, I mean, that's a per- I think that's honestly a perfect fit. I think he's what they need. I would. I, the, I think the Rams could compete for a Super Bowl. San Francisco was in the Super Bowl and was Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo was two about a foot long on a Super Bowl victory. He that pass. Yeah. He, literally. If he was in the Super Bowl, if that hail mary pass, Overthrown. hail mary that 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 go route pass is a foot shorter. It's in his hands, and I'm pretty confident San Francisco wins the Super Bowl. And they're lifting they that bring Lombardi. Back everyone. Except I don't know what Richard Sherman's situation is. I don't know if he'll be back. He's there's been some stuff with him. Oh boy. Um, but outside of him, it seems like they bring back everyone, and they only get better. I think I wouldn't be shocked if the Seahawks come in last in this division, even though I like them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I just Russell Wilson has to be better down the stretch. He has to be. Right. There's no. I mean, he was so bad to end the season last year, where he was obviously the MVP 
until week, what is it, nine, eight. He has to be better down the stretch for them. They have the personnel to win a lot of football games and be in the playoffs. Uh, it's just where they get it done. I think it's going to be Rams, San Francisco. I would be shocked if Arizona and Seattle have the same record or a really? the exact same team. Yeah, okay. I think they're both very similar if, squads. If I could go next, I'm going to put a little respect on the Cardinals' name. I think what this team accomplished last year, I think will stand plus additions. This team, and stay with me, so far has added J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, A.J. Green, and Matt Prater. Now, no one sleep on Matt Prater. I want to give you a stat here that I didn't know. Matt Prater is 22 for 22 on game-winning field goals. Tell me that guy is insane. Absolutely. And those four players, no, seriously, J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, and A.J. Green will obviously be important to this team. And I put Matt Prater in there because of that stat. I think he'll be helpful, and he'll obviously play. This Cardinals team with these players, plus Kyler, plus D-Hop, I think they go far. If the defense can play good football and keep teams under 20 to 25 points, I think this Cardinal team easily gets the wild card because we already said it. This division's at least getting one wild card. I think they will make the playoffs, and they. I do think they have a chance of winning the division, too. Yeah. Now, if this was 2014, the Cardinals would win the Super Bowl with A.J. Green, Malcolm Butler, and J.J. Watt, but too bad it's not I 2021. Um, I understand. But I do hope A.J. and Fitz win the Super Bowl. That'd be awesome to see. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, just impossible to pick. It's, it's, so, it's so difficult. But I agree. Don't sleep on the Cardinals. I don't, like, Definitely seriously. don't. Don't. And, uh... To Pat's point, the 49ers, if they can stay healthy, this is a very, very, very good team. And I, I kind of mm-hmm. agree with Pat having them second. I might honestly pick Pat's exact order with the Rams winning the division, 49ers, and Seahawks and Cardinals tied. If not tied, I'd put the Cardinals at third and make the playoffs. And then the Seahawks maybe miss it, maybe make it. Who knows? But that that's me. I was, at the beginning of the offseason, I was being a little delusional when I thought that the Cardinals could be the NFC West winner because I just don't think so with how consistent the Rams are and how much better they got and how much better the 49ers got this offseason with their offensive line. Um, I, I hate to say this, but I, I think only two are making the playoffs. Or I think only three are making the playoffs. I think two wild cards only. only. <laughs> yes, only two wild <laughs> cards. Um, I, I think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs, but... That's another time. Um, the Rams are going to win this division, and to me, I don't think it's going to be close because you you look at there are going to be a lot of cons- lot of similarities in these teams. Like I think the Rams are probably going to finish at twelve and five, thirteen and four, and then we're going to see I think a couple of teams finish at like eleven and six or ten and seven. So the Rams will probably win it by two games, but a lot of people are sleeping on the Seahawks, and I, I like the Seahawks, but. To Pat's point, Russell Wilson has to play a complete season because we know what he can right. do in the beginning of the season when he goes on this MVP rampage. But in the last two seasons, he has been well, in the last season or last two, he sort of fell apart oh, late in the season. So I, I'm I have to see more from Russell Wilson, and I worry about that defense because they did lose some yes. pieces there, but. I trust in Jamal Adams. He is a good safety. I trust in Bobby Wagner. He is one of the best linebackers in the game. They're going to be fine, but I will say this, though, about Seattle. They're 
there's a lot of conflict right now between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Um, there were mm-hmm. some rumors that Russell Wilson was unhappy, and we know that Chicago tried to make a heavy push for them. So it's I wouldn't be surprised if they miss because there's so much drama. But they're they're a team that when all things align, they're a team that are a threat. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, Russell Wilson was the first six weeks was unanimous MVP, and I still I still find it crazy that in his entire career he does not have a single MVP vote. It's pretty crazy, but yeah. Well, he doesn't have a single MVP vote. Nope, not a no. single. Fifty wow. votes every year. It's crazy, right? And uh, the the back to back he had back to back appearances in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Good fact. But yeah, and I mean. It's just so, like we all we've been saying the whole time. Just so tough to pick in this division. Yeah, well, I agree. This division will be one of the best to watch. Uh, we'll wrap it up soon. I want to go to the last question. Everything, all Richard's the marbles. Favorite. Richard's favorite thing My to predict. Favorite. All he wants to do all season, all podcast season, is predict who's going to win the Super Bowl every week. Richard, you're finally getting it preseason. And I'll start. I'll even start with you, and you could tell me, Richard, who is winning this season in the NFL and lifting the Lombardi Trophy. Um, I think we got robbed of a Chiefs versus Rams Super Bowl back in twenty nineteen, whenever um, D Ford went offside against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. I think we're gonna see Chiefs versus Rams this year. I love the Bills, the AFC. I love the Rams. I, I I really do. I love the Rams. I think if there's one the team Rams. in the I think if there's one team in the NFC that can beat Tampa Bay this year, it's the Rams because nothing showed me last year that the Packers can beat them. Um, nothing showed me that Seattle or San Francisco can beat them. Um, and the Saints, the one team that I thought could beat them last year, fell apart and they went into cap hell this off season. So if there's one team that I would sort of because I don't want to be the boring guy and pick Chiefs versus Bucks, even though that's probably an ideal and what everyone's thinking. I want to be different. I think Chiefs versus Rams, and I, I think L.A. gets its first Super Bowl in the city of Los Angeles. Hit me with it, Sean. All right. Um, I'm going with a team that's 21 out of 22 starters from last year of return, and that is the team who won last freaking year who has the same exact roster. I'm going with the <laughs> Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean... I think this is going to be back-to-back Super Bowls. I wouldn't be surprised if Brady got an eighth ring. He's going to run out of fingers soon. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't care who they're playing in the AFC, whether it's the Bills, the Ravens, the Browns, the Chiefs. They're, they're beating them. Um, maybe the Titans, if you want to throw them in there, why not? They always get really close, but never make it. But it's the Bucks, and I don't see how Richard can say the Rams can beat the Bucks. If anything, the Packers are closer to beating the Bucks, and that is that would be my second probably favorite team to win the Super Bowl would be the Packers. It's either the Packers or the Bucks. Double I'm NFC. Picking, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Bucks this year. I like them. Um, Tom Brady's I'm go. Going, go ahead. I'm I'll going back up. to the well. I'm going back with the Chiefs. I don't. I think we're gonna see. I wouldn't be shocked if we see the exact same Super Bowl we saw last year. I think this time. Patrick Mahomes' receivers and offensive weapons will not just drop wide-open passes that hit their face masks. I think the Chiefs will be <laughs> back. I think they're going to win it. Um, the Bucks are obviously a close second. The team only probably got better, considering they didn't lose a single person pretty much, and they're still, ha- I mean, their personnel is still crazy. But I think the Chiefs are going to bounce. 
bounce back. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be hungry after feeling the taste of a, of a Super Bowl loss. He's only felt a uh, AFC Championship loss. And, uh, you know, I mean, the Chiefs are still an amazing team. Um, I think if their O-line can play better football and they can compete against the pass rush and the defense of the Bucks or whoever they play, I think there's nothing stopping them from being a Super Bowl champ for the, for the second time with Mahomes. All right. I'm going to say it. If I'm going to get a Super Bowl matchup, I'm putting the Bucks in there. Tom Brady is insane. If you say the Bills, no nope. are winning the Super nope. Bowl. No, no, no. Thank you. This Bucks team is crazy. If I had to bet my life savings on who's winning the Super Bowl next year, it's going to be the Bucks. I think they'd win. But if I actually picked any other team except the Bucks, because it's more fun, I like the Browns. The Browns got absolutely robbed of a Super Bowl appearance where I don't think they would have won. I think the same thing would have happened, and the Bucks would have won. But I think the Browns are even more hungry after getting cheated out of a Super Bowl appearance and they are going to come, and they are going to win probably against the Chiefs because who else is going to be in that position? No one. And they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to win all throughout. They're going to win the AFC Championship. They will play the Bucks, and I don't know who will win, but that's going to be my Super Bowl. The Bucks will probably win. You can't beat Tom Brady unless you're Eli Manning. So, But I'm going to take the Bucks here, but I still like the Browns. mean the Browns got robbed of a Super Bowl appearance? They still have to beat the Bills. <laughs> yeah, the Bills sucked. About? The Bills sucked. I was a Bills fan the whole time, and they sucked. Their defense Browns got robbed of a Super the Bills, Bowl. The Bills' defense wouldn't have even been close to stopping the Browns' offense. Wouldn't have even been close. You know, the Browns I with last year. The Browns, I, the Browns would have moonwalked into the Super Bowl, Sean. I disagree with last year, but with this year, I, I don't hate the pick. I don't hate the pick. Okay. Thank you. But the Ravens are still winning the division, by the way. <laughs> All right, guys. So this wraps up Sellout Talks. Be sure to follow our Instagram, Sellout Sports, for top-of-the-line sports news and content and weekly upload notifications. Subscribe or follow the podcast, depending on what platform you're listening on, and leave a good review, which will help us out to grow a lot bigger. See you in the next episode, Sellouts. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's go.